glad you're joining us for the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time here for our Sunday Scripture Reflection. I'm Chelsea, joined by Paul and Andrew. We uh, will read each of the readings for this upcoming Sunday, and then we um, will spend some time reflecting on this and what these mean um, in our lives today in 2020. All right, so our first reading is from Exodus 22, verses 20 through 26. Thus says the Lord, you shall not molest or oppress an alien, for you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. You shall not wrong any widow or orphan. If ever you wrong them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry. My wrath will flare up and I will kill you with the sword. Then your own wives will be widows and your children orphans. If you lend money to one of your poor neighbors among my people, you shall not act like an extortioner toward him by demanding interest from him. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, you shall return it to him before sunset. For this cloak of his is the only covering he has for his body. What else has he to sleep in? If he cries out to me, I will hear him, for I am compassionate. The Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 18. I love you, Lord, my strength. I love you, O Lord, my strength. O Lord, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. I love you, Lord, my strength. My God, my rock of refuge my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Praised be the Lord, I exclaim, and I am safe from my enemies. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord lives and blessed be my rock. Extolled be God, my savior. You who gave great victories to your king and showed kindness to your anointed. I love you, Lord, my strength. The second readings from 1 Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, you know what sort of people we were among you for your sake, and you became imitators of us and of the Lord, receiving the word in great affliction with joy from the Holy Spirit, so that you became a model for all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and in Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves openly declare about us what sort of reception we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols, to serve the living and true God, and to await his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. The Gospel is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 22. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. We invite you to take a few minutes to uh, reflect on the readings. Uh, we've had a little bit of time to do that, so we will jump right in. Yeah, so I guess the first thing that stands out uh, to me from these readings is uh, the the gospel, right? The whole gospel. You know, it's not not a very long gospel, and it's um, pretty to the point, right? So we know that the Pharisees and the Sadducees hate each other. 
and last week we had the the reading about the Pharisees and the Herodians. So the Sadducees and Herodians are actually pretty closely synonymous with each other. They've aligned themselves with Rome. They don't believe in the same things as the Pharisees do. And so you have these two communities that absolutely hate each other and they're squaring off with Jesus again, right? The, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, so they, they continue working this way. Um, so now the Pharisees, right? So it's like playing, like a tag team wrestling match almost that it's like, all right, you know, now it's my turn. I'm going in, I'll go, and I'm going to challenge them. But I almost wonder actually looking at this reading if the Pharisees have kind of given up. Right? And the reason why I think that is, right, so we have this teacher of the law, and it says that he tests him, but this was actually common for the Pharisees with rabbis, is that they would challenge them to see what that rabbi believed in, right? So there's an old story of a first century rabbi that um, they kind of challenged him on what his beliefs in, in were, and so they said, read to us the entire, or quote to us the entire Torah, standing on one foot, and his response was the golden rule. Treat other people how you want to be treated. And he put his other foot down. And he said, this is the entirety of the, of the Torah. Right? So that, I almost wonder if that's what's happening here. Is, okay, Rabbi, if you're really, if we're going to concede and say that you really are who you are, then what is it? And Jesus, because Jesus has to like one-up everybody on everything, because he's the son of God, he gives them two. Right? The first one is the Shema. Right? This ancient Jewish prayer that... Uh, the Jewish people pray daily, right? You see um, some people wear it around their head in a small box, or they, they wear it around their wrist or whatever, and that is, you shall love your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And Jesus adds with all your mind. And then he says, this is the, the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like it. They didn't ask for two, but he gives them two. And he says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, which takes us back to the reading from Exodus. Of if you're going to borrow this man's cloak, then you return it to him because that's what he has to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't just take things to take things and then don't return them. You love your neighbor as yourself. And if your neighbor needs his cloak to sleep in, right, like his pajamas, you give him back his pajamas, you give him back his cloak, give him his stuff. So, yeah, whole gospel I think is, is very important. Um, I mean, just to kind of fall off of that, talking about the gospel. Um, I just find it interesting that there's so many laws. Mm-hmm. And they were really, like you said, they were really trying to trap Jesus in which of those laws was the greatest. Well, there's like over 600 laws or something like that. And so they were waiting to see like, okay, if he tells us which one is the most important, then we can kind of can get him to say like, which one's not important. And instead of doing that, he kind of just laid it out of like, here's the greatest. You know, this is the greatest in the first commandment. He didn't say like, this is the best one. He just said it's the greatest one. Um, And then like, as we read, you know, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But it's like, okay, treat yourself, you know, treat others the way, that same way. And so he's not... um, I think in a sense they wanted him to like justify the rest of their actions and Jesus isn't going to do it. Um, But I think it also looks at like the second reading. Um, 
You know of what, what sort of people we were among you for your sake, and you became imitators of us and the Lord. Um, just in that greater challenge of like, how are we modeling our lives and what are we following and what's becoming like the greatest priority and how are we ordering things? Are they ordered properly or are they, you know, are things disordered in our own lives and how are, how are we putting that, how are we putting the Lord in front? Yeah, I think it's, it's good to relate this back to um, the Ten Commandments uh, and the law and the different things because mm-hmm. right, Jesus kind of gives a summary of the Ten Commandments. You have the first three that are all towards God and then the next seven are towards people and how you treat others. Um, and right, like this scene of Exodus is coming from uh, when Moses goes to the mountain and receives the Ten Commandments, right? So we get that, what, in Exodus 19, I believe. We start getting those, the, we get the Ten Commandments, and then what happens in the, in the next chapters afterwards are the Lord breaking those down into more detail. Um, some theologians talk about actually that, like, as Moses is on the mountaintop receiving the Ten Commandments, that they actually hear the voice of God down in uh, the valley below the mountain that, that the people there are actually going to hear the voice of God te- talking to each of them in, in like a, a second person directive of Andrew you shall not commit you know you shall not steal or whatever it is and right. Chelsea you shall not covet thy neighbor's goods and all of those things to where like when Moses comes back down the mountain, they're like, you go back up and talk to this guy because we don't want anything to do with it. That was kind of scary. Um, I always wonder what, like, the voice of God. Yeah. But I think in Morgan looking Freeman. at... <laughs> Definitely Morgan Freeman. Sorry. Um, in looking at that, it's like, so many of those were like, do not do this and do not yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. But then Jesus came in and said, okay, all of that's fine and dandy, but this is what you shall do. And like I'm giving yeah. you this command of all of that's important, but like this is this is that greatest. Um, but in like accept, accepting people as your neighbor, and we're like, oh, I think in today's world we're so literal with everything, and it's like, well, they're not my neighbor. Like I don't need, but it's everybody's our neighbor. Um, and in looking at the first reading, um, like reminding them that. They were once aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, to not oppress those outsiders, um, because we, they were all once outsiders. Um, and how are we treating our neighbors? Because if our neighbors were outsiders as well, if we were outsiders too, we wanted to be welcomed in. Um, and how do we treat those people? And like you said, uh, you know, people getting particular about who's my neighbor. There's another passage in the gospel elsewhere when someone asks Jesus, you know, well, who is my neighbor? And he answers with the parable of the, the Good Samaritan. Um, and like that answered, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer is a, actually a Protestant theologian from the 20th century. He talks about how that answer tells us like, no, you, you are the neighbor. Like, you, like that's that refers to you in respect to everyone else it's not like some people are some people aren't no you are just the, everyone else's neighbor um, and like that's the way you should consider that um, and obviously that's a different part of the gospel than this but I always love going back to that um, 
And I also love, just kind of changing gears a little bit, the second reading, how just this is a cool model of like discipleship and the mission of the church, um, especially in a situation where, you know, they're like Paul's going into this place where they had no knowledge of God uh, or of the true God or of uh, Christ and preaching to them. And, but also it's not just what he says, it's how he lives among them. And he knows the point, there's the, the line, um, the word uh, from, from you, the word of the Lord has sounded forth um, in every place that your faith has gone forth so that we have no need to say anything. Um, it's like we, we know that we're done in a sense. We've hit our, our benchmark when the people we've been evangelizing start evangelizing others, um, which like as a ministry thing, but also just as like a general way of living the faith, like not only did they learn this, the knowledge stuff, but they started living the faith in their own lives in such a way that it started affecting others. Um, and that's the point at which Paul said, you know, they're, they're more ready to, to just live this way without us having to be here. We can move on and find the next community. Um, I just think that's a really cool model of like how our faith, not only how we should be teaching others in the faith, but like how we can gauge sort of our own faith. It's like, is our faith making a difference to those around us? Um, and is it the sort of thing that is bringing others into faith? Mm. Um, I just think it's really cool. Yeah, right. I mean, even in the idea of the new evangelization, the, the goal is always that, like, it's not just that I'm evangelizing to a person. It's that ultimately we evangelize to be effective in the way that that person goes on and evangelizes the next person as well, right? right. And so that we we continue to move uh, things forward. I made a mistake on saying Exodus 19. It's Exodus chapter 20. Uh, where we get the Ten Commandments. So I apologize for that if anybody opened up their Bible to try to find the Ten Commandments, and it's not in chapter 19. I apologize. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think that there's a lot to, to unpack with all of this, and then, right, like the responsibility of Thessalonians, and even um, our psalm, like, with, with I love you, Lord, my strength, this almost parallels, um, I think it's Second Samuel, um, you have King David who's been anointed to be the king but can't be the king because Saul is still the king. Um, and even though Saul is constantly trying to kill David and chase David, David says this, I love you, Lord, for you are my strength. Um, and he gives us all of those things. Um, you know, we, 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 we just have to continue to treat people in a, a example of love and how we would treat ourselves. Um, yeah, good stuff. That's all we've got uh, for these readings. There's there's plenty more to unpack. Uh, we invite you to do that with your friends and your family uh, as you look at the readings this week. And we look forward to talking at you. <laughs> uh, we look forward to you hopefully listening to us again uh, in the future. We'll see you guys next week. Hear you guys next Nope. Talk you'll, to you guys next week. You'll hear us week. next week. You'll hear <laughs> us you, next week. We'll be back next week. <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> so Have a blessed confusing. week. Something Take care.